Welcome to the BioNexus Health Podcast with Dr. Jodie Darshaw, who holds a PhD in Integrative Medicine, is board certified in Integrative Pediatrics, an internationally recognized pioneering clinician, and author. And now here's your host of BioNexus Health Podcast, Dr. Jodie Dashaw. Hello, everyone. I'm back again with uh, another episode of BioNexus Health Podcast series, Autism Uprooted. So today, uh, let's continue with where I left off last time. I was speaking about the top five reasons why your child is not improving. So uh, today, I shall be speaking in brief about travel. Once again, you know, this is in response to several questions that have come forth to me uh, asking me to address uh, the issue of uh, how to travel safely. Now, that is a big reason, you know, when, when you go on vacation, when you travel or for any other reason, you know, if, if you're moving home or you're um, going to visit friends and relatives, that constitutes travel as well. So let's talk about this whole thing, you know, step by step, right? Step one, if you're traveling by plane, by airplane, right? If it's an international flight, if it's a domestic flight, short flight, long flight, uh, there are a few things that help. I touched upon this a little bit in my exposure um, podcast. So regarding exposure, so why don't we start with that first, yeah? So regarding exposure, understand that there are several tens, even a couple hundred bacteria, viruses, uh, possibly uh, additional toxins like mycotoxins that uh, your child or the whole family, whoever is traveling might get exposed to during traveling, okay? So how does one deal with that? One is basic precautions during a flight, right? Just remember, you know, even before that, just try and keep the whole process stress-free for your child as much as possible. You know, if you need to do um, some of the calming herbals, a little extra, sometimes even, even, you know, double the dose, depending on the age of the child. Like, you know, shoot me a message through the online patient portal, right, messaging center, and I'll, I'll be happy to, uh, you know, myself, meaning my clinical staff, um, will be happy to clarify the exact dosage for you, um, you know, when you're traveling. So, extra dosage of any of the calming herbs is fine. Then make sure that there's plenty of time, there's no rushing. Make sure that you go a little bit early so you can you know, um, try and avoid like heavily crowded spaces. I mean, I, I understand that airports are usually always crowded, but it's, it's not literally always. You know, like I, I remember, um, I, I used to prefer to take an early morning flight, like, you know, usually six o'clock flight. So we would wake up at like four, 4.30, you know, get in the car or 
you know, and then get to the airport. And it, there really isn't um, that heavy of a crowd then, you know, and um, Brian was easy enough. He would wake up and then, you know, keep napping in the car on the drive to the airport. Uh, and then once again, you know, nap at the airport or nap on the plane. It, it just worked out really well for us. But uh, that seems to help, right? Now, second is don't be shy to wear masks. You know, I know uh, with COVID, it's, it's become commonplace to see someone with a, with a mask on. But remember, you do what is required for your child's safety. That's it. So, um, you know, if you need to have him in a mask, he, if he or she is able to wear a mask, you know, for short durations of time, that's fine. Um, now, organic cloth mask with a PM25 filter, right? There are many organic masks that are available out there. You know, they have that are organic cotton and that have a um, filter pocket for a PM25 filter. So that is like double or triple the protection that a regular mask would offer. And um, that mask works best. Now, in addition to that, inside the mask, if, uh, you know, uh, what helps is if you take uh, silver spray and spray on the inside of the mask. So that is even more protection for your child. So all of these things, you know, do as much as you can, um, see what is, uh, what is doable and what is not, and, you know, just do the best you can, right? I'm, I'm gonna give you, you know, um, what we did based on my experience, and you can just um, uh, pick and choose whatever is, is um, feasible to you, right? Um, all right, so that would be the mask. Next is during the flight, I always uh, recommend that you take your uh, minerals, electrolytes, um, and Formula One NSB nasal spray, as well as daily OM blend, O for orange, M for Mary. So daily OM blend, these two, um, herbals are very important for in-flight safety, right? From uh, in-flight microbial safety. Um, additionally, you have the option of taking the BTXD blend, the biotoxin detox blend. You know, if it's uh, sometimes um, the, the planes are older, you know, there can be mold toxicity issues. I know I've seen that, you know, uh, it's pretty gross, but usually uh, when, when people sometimes have accidents, you know, they throw up, etc., right, due to nausea, uh, motion sickness or whatever, it's not necessarily steam cleaned, okay, don't be under the impression that, that, that you know, airplane, uh, airplane carpeting is like steam cleaned, it's sterilized, it's spotless, hardly, <laughs> that, that really doesn't happen, and I'm sure that there are, um, you know, many articles online discussing this, this as well, you know, there's, it, it's a pretty common knowledge that uh, <clears throat> airplanes can be pretty gross. So 
make sure that you have adequate protection. So formula one nasal spray, one spray each nostril every four to five hours is a good idea during the flight. Then uh, BTXT blend and daily ohm blend, five drops, okay, every three to four hours uh, is excellent idea. So this way you have a child who will stay hydrated as well as um, have antimicrobial and anti-mold protection. Beautiful, right? Now, um, minerals and electrolytes, any good ones out there, you know, if, if you are uh, close to a, a health food store, uh, then you might find, you know, certain um, electrolytes available in like small, uh, small sachets. So you, you might just want to purchase that, you know, so those like uh, little sachets are like travel friendly as well. Um, I can't recall the name of a brand. Uh, which one? Yeah, I can't recall the name of any brand that has those uh, travel sachets, but um, uh, any, right? Literally any electrolytes and minerals is fine. Now, minerals of life that you use um, in the protocol, those are fine as well. You know, if, if you just want to put those in a uh, two ounce bottle, so it is carry on baggage friendly, that would be perfect. But staying hydrated, okay, properly hydrated, is very important. So, you know, all of your mucous membranes are moist and you don't have any bacteria or, you know, viruses sticking to those mucous membranes. So stress-free, antimicrobials, anti-mold, and um, what did I just say? Um, minerals and electrolytes. So hydration is key, okay? So when you're traveling, now, in addition, my son used to have a lot of EMF sensitivity, right? You know, it, it would set him off. Right? Uh, symptoms would appear, motor tics would appear. So what we used to do was um, we always gave him uh, an underwear, undershirt, and a hoodie that was EMF uh, protected. Again, if you need additional details, you know, um, feel free to send a message through the patient portal and, and I'll give you additional details. But yes, so um, we did that. And one, one time, you know, just, just as a fluke, you know, what, what we said we would try was um, detox foot patches on his feet. So we actually did that. We, we put foot patches. I did that for myself as well because it was a, a really long flight to see Dr. Klinghardt uh, all the way in Seattle. So it was a seven, eight hour flight, you know, in flight time, right? Not to mention airport and what have you. So that, that's a lot of EMFs as we know at the airport. So um, we applied foot patches under the socks, you know, put socks on and then put sneakers on. So, um, um, it worked out fine, like, you know. Uh, now, after we landed, uh, both of us, you know, Brian and I kind of felt that the, the foot patches were, you know, beginning to feel squishy. So right after landing, you know, we just went uh, uh, to the restroom and, and, you know, 
took off the foot patches and oh my gosh, they were like completely dark brown, soaking, almost spilling out. And, you know, um, I must say that we had a really good flight. Um, usually Brian would get a lot of vocal takes, uh, eye blinking, uh, eye blinking motor takes, facial grimacing, uh, motor takes, head shaking, head nodding motor takes as well. We did not see those. And so to, that seemed to have helped, right? So these were, you know, any good organic detox foot patches. There are um, many brands available out there. You know, autism parents uh, usually know about these innovative things, don't we? So that's, that's another option, right? Depending on your EMF sensitivity level, toxicity level, depending on the duration of the flight. Okay, now cleanliness. Um, I used to take, in the beginning, I used to take, you know, tea tree, uh, I used to take formula two essential oil spray. So this is formula two EOS, essential oil support. Uh, you can make a beautiful antimicrobial. Remember, formula two is absolutely phenomenal out of this world. It has 11 organic antimicrobial essential oils. So it is, you know, the, the best you can get. And that's what I do. I usually travel with that. Um, I make a concentrated travel spray. Once again, in a two ounce bottle, I usually take two two ounce bottles, you know, one, one in my carry-on and one um, in, my, uh, in my check baggage for the return flight. Or, you know, if, if we are in, um, in a rental car, et cetera, so that's, uh, I know, right? Lots of considerations, <laughs> but anyways. Um, so using the spray, now it smells great, right? You know, it's not like bug spray, you know, you know that, that smells like citronella bug spray, no. Uh, Formula two smells great. Even when diluted, it, right? In, in order to make a spray. Once again, you know, just, uh, um, send a message and we'll send you the, the spray making recipe if you're planning on traveling. Anyways, uh, so what I usually do and what I usually recommend is before you sit, first of all, we always used to carry my son's uh, disabled state ID. And you know, I mean, uh, thankfully, most of you don't have that issue, but with Brian, you know, we used to have um, a wheelchair and what have you. So um, we were able to go in a couple minutes before others uh, would go in. And, um, you know, because of that, we had a, a wee bit extra time to be able to spray the environment around our seats. I sprayed, you know, under the seat, <laughs> on the side of the seat, uh, you know, above as well. Uh, under the, the um, sorry about that, the alarm went off, but anyways, but under the, 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 the seats in the front as well. But, uh, you know, I'm laughing now, but at that time it was a lot of precautions that, that we had to take. Um, you know, we had to travel for doctor's appointments, right? For all of you watching, you know, that I do virtual appointments, so all of the test kits, all of the supplements, you know, you get everything, including the consultation sitting at home. 
So that wasn't the case back then for me. So anyways, um, antimicrobial wipes, right? Right from 2009, 2010, you know, we have been doing this. We've been wiping everything down, the seats, the, the food trays, um, and, you know, the, the side cup holders and what have you. So all of those need to be uh, wiped down properly, okay? So this is, I think I've covered uh, a lot with the airplane travel. Now, all of this also applies to traveling by car, right? Uh, the other thing that applies to, to traveling by car, oh wait, it also applies to airplane travel, is we used to have um, an air purifier around the neck. So there are uh, portable air purifiers that can be USB charged uh, that go like, like, you know, a necklace around the neck um, and, and, you know, you can turn them on. So you have like a purified air in this space. So that, that was another thing we did. And the same thing can be done for the car, but there are also excellent car air purifiers, which are available, right? So that might be an important consideration. Additionally, if you are flying and you're planning on renting a car, right? So at any kind of a, a car rental, take a car air purifier with you, along with the formula to spray, to spray inside the car and the antimicrobial wipes to wipe everything down. So, you know, a lot of this is, uh, is common sense. Uh, the hotel rooms, right? Try and book, um, you know, uh, new hotel rooms. Uh, many, or if it's either new or renovated, take proper air purifiers with you, one for the bathroom, one for the main, uh, main living area, the room, and one for the bathroom is, is always important. Wipe everything down. I usually use antimicrobial wipes for the remotes, um, for the light switches, for um, as well as for you know the couches, the tables, the chairs. Uh, additionally, for um, what am I forgetting? Yeah, the uh, night lamps, the night lamps. You know, anywhere any uh, anyone else could have touched, I usually just quickly give it a give it a wipe down, right? And then once again, internally, environmentally, I spray. Um, using the same spray. So that's for um, travel, okay? Make sure that you are taking all your supplements with you. Make sure that you are maintaining the schedule of the supplements that has been suggested to you. Okay, let me think for a moment. Am I forgetting anything travel-wise? Oh, you know what? Yeah, bug spray, <laughs> bug spray. Very important to avoid um, mosquito bites and insect bites when you are traveling. So bug spray, a good bug spray is very important, organic, right? Not the one full of DEET and chemicals and what have you. Make sure it is clean and clear bug spray. And remember that, you know, natural bug sprays have to be sprayed every couple of hours in order to stay active. Right? Because, you know, it's, there are no chemicals, they are um, all natural ingredients, and, you know, they just have to be sprayed often, okay? So don't forget box spray. Sunscreen really isn't something that I worry about a whole lot. 
you know, most of the kids, most of the people in my practice have such low vitamin D. I mean, you know, vitamin D is absolutely welcome. Don't get heat stroke, but, you know, make sure that, that, that you're, um, you know, you have a hat on if you're going to a warm area, but you don't have to slather on, you know, tons of sunscreen and, and what have you. Should be fine. Have fun. Okay, good. So one more thing to see if I have forgotten anything. No, no, doesn't look like I have. So um, I'm going to take a two second break here. Okay, I'll be right back. Just two second break. Hello, I'm back. Sorry about that. I just went back to uh, check my notes because there, there was, you know, uh, I had a nagging doubt that I was uh, kind of, you know, forgetting something. This is illness. If you are uh, planning on going on vacation and, and, you know, visiting family, right? I, I don't know if you can do anything about uh, a moldy house, you know, that, that would be a huge issue. But uh, if there are any sick, um, um, if there are any sick family members, right? You know, it, it would be kind if they would let you know in advance, because, you know, it, it's best to keep, uh, keep your uh, child away from anyone with an obvious cough, cold, sore throat, flu, because there is bound to be a flare-up, isn't there? I mean, if the house is moldy, there's going to be a flare-up. If there are like, you know, window air conditioners, whether house or hotel, you, you can expect um, a flare-up. Uh, if, if you've taken the full protocol with you, that will help to, help to kind of keep the, the flare-up in check. But I have heard... Uh, reports of complete relapse as well, depending on the level of um, exposure. So again, that's why exposure was the number one, right? Uh, I think exposure is such a big umbrella. It, it just comes into, um, you know, into every point as to why your child is not getting better. Uh, anyways, so today was, was about uh, travel and uh, advanced preparation is key. Cooperation from family members, friends, you know, whoever you, you are traveling to is very important. It's very important to have understanding um, family members as well. You know, you, you hear strange stories. I mean, it's just uh, um, sometimes very challenging for uh, to explain to family members that please don't feed junk food to my child or you know um, he has autism or he is he is on a all natural protocol and that's not allowed you know if if you want to go ahead and mention that that you know trying to give your child uh, you know fast food or any um, uh, any soft drinks right you know any soda that is against doctor's orders. You can say that, or you can say that, you know, doctor says that he's got severe allergies. Uh, he can have a bad reaction. So if that helps, right, whatever helps. But adequate precautions are important. Unfortunately, 99% of children who travel 
usually relapse. Okay, and this has just been, you know, um, uh, been personal after all the precautions that I've taken, but um, personal and a lot of professional experience, right? Now, if you have a choice, wait till you are a couple years into the protocol and the immune system being stable, you know, at least 12 to 18 months sometimes, even with a child that's responding phenomenally well, because you know, usually we see so many underlying issues. That is why we run labs, parents, you know, so that you realize what your child's body is having to go through. So that gives you insight, like, hey, you know, we have so many toxins, we have um, so many microbial infections, we, we have the gut that is like seriously leaky, there are, you know, so many environmental sensitivities, mold toxins. So you have a child that is in, um, you know, fully loaded, so to speak, right? That, that has all of these things going on uh, that he or she has to deal with. So give them time. It takes time. We cannot give a child a, an adult dose, can we, to just, you know, expedite things. There's going to be a crazy die-off reaction or a crazy detox reaction, which no one wants to see. So um, discipline, sacrifices, good choices have to be made when you're trying to uh, recover your child with autism. All right, well, okay. That brings us to the end of uh, point two of uh, why is my child not improving? And I'll be back soon when I have some time again to record point number three in the uh, top five reasons why my child is not improving podcast series, right? So this is a mini series within the Autism Approved podcast series. I'm really glad you could join me and I look forward to seeing you right back here. Now, please remember to subscribe and you know, um, please also share the video if you have any uh, friends, family, colleagues who you think we can help with this information. So, all right, great. I'll see you guys next time. Be well, take good care. Namaste. Thank you for joining Master Herbalist Dr. Jody A. Dashaw, Director of the BioNexus Health Clinic and BioNexus Herbals, on the BioNexus Health Podcast, where we explore and share information and stories about recovering and healing from chronic and environmental illnesses such as mold biotoxin illness, Lyme disease, autism spectrum disorder, fatigue, Crohn's and colitis mast cell activation syndrome, PANS, and more. Please help us grow our message by subscribing to our podcast channel and sharing the podcast on your social networks. For more information visit bionexushealth.com. Information within this video, audio, or text, collectively known as the podcast, has not been reviewed by the FDA. Nothing within the podcast is intended as or should be construed as medical advice. Information is for general informational and educational purposes only. Consumers of the podcast should consult with their healthcare practitioners for medical recommendations. Seek the advice of a qualified healthcare provider. Do not disregard the advice of a healthcare provider based on any information from the podcast. The information within the podcast may contain information concerning dietary supplements or over-the-counter products that are not drugs. Our dietary supplement products are not intended for use as a means to cure, treat, prevent, diagnose, or mitigate any disease or other medical or abnormal condition.